Hello, hello. We all have our own specific pet peeves in life, and especially when it comes to things in our niche of business. For example, if you're a TPT author, maybe one of your pet peeves is those people who leave you three stars on one of your resources, but then give you this raving comment about how amazing it was, and they don't mention anything bad about the resource. Pretty frustrating. For me, when it comes to podcasting, I have two big pet peeves. One of them is the inconsistencies between listening platforms, and the second is the mystery and lack of searchability within the podcast apps, so places like Apple and Spotify. So today we're diving into that second pet peeve of mine, which is podcast SEO, I think this information is going to be really, really helpful for you. I know that it is for me, and knowing certain things can make a big difference in your searchability within the podcast apps. So let's get started. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah, former elementary school teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most. Busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Okay, so there's a lot of confusion in the podcasting world around what is and isn't searchable within podcast listening apps. And again, when I say podcast listening apps and when I'm talking about podcast SEO today, I am referring to not places like Google, but places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, Amazon Music, whatever. And so there is a lot of mystery behind it. There's a lot of inconsistencies with what people say is true and what's not. And shockingly, and I say that with a lot of sarcasm, shockingly, each of these platforms are a little bit different. So this is a topic that I have done a lot of research on over the last year and a lot of experimenting on to see what is true and what isn't. By the way, if you hear my dog walking on the hardwood floors in the background, that's podcasting life. He is a lazy dog and he lays around until I start recording my podcast. And then he likes to get up and walk around the house and look out the window and bark at everybody outside. So if you hear him in the background, apologies. Okay. So I've had a really good grasp on searchability within the podcast apps, but I still have hesitations about certain things because there is such lack of information out there about this. And so a couple of weeks ago, I attended a training hosted by somebody called Daniel J. Lewis, and I will link his information in the show notes. And he is very, very knowledgeable in the podcasting field. And he also has some inside knowledge of the ins and outs of Apple Podcasts specifically, which is fantastic because that's definitely a huge player in the podcasting game and one that tends to change things from time to time. So it was a really helpful training. And in the training, he verified exactly what the latest advice is 
and where to put your focus when it comes to making your podcast searchable within these apps. So before we dive into some really big takeaways and some really important things that you should know for your show, for any of you who don't know what SEO is, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. And when we think about improving our SEO, I think the best way to look at this is putting yourself in the shoes of our listeners, the people who hopefully will stumble across our podcast when they're searching within these apps. And so when people are searching within the podcast apps, they're typically looking for, you know, one of two things. One would be entertainment, those things like comedy shows or reality TV fun podcasts. And then the other type, the other main type of things that people are searching for is information. They're looking for something that will help them solve a problem. And I know that's that's the category that my podcast falls in, and that's the category that a lot of your podcasts fall in as well. And so this type of content, educational content, helpful content, is really great for SEO. The two work really well together. So maybe somebody comes and they open up Apple Podcasts and they are a teacher and they're getting ready to go back to school. And so maybe they're going to search for second grade teacher or back to school or classroom library or what are ideas for parent-teacher conferences. And those longer phrases are more things that people would type into Google, but take pieces of that and that's what people are searching for within the podcast apps. So just like when you write a blog post for your website, you really do want to focus on using keywords or key phrases in your podcast apps as well. These are the things that you want to be found for. Just like just like I said a second ago with your blog, just like when you put things on Pinterest, you're, you you want to make it so that it is optimized for search. So what do you focus on for your podcast to be searchable within these podcasting apps? Maybe you are using keywords, but you're not sure how it's matching up within the podcast app to have people find your show. So I'm going to go over the top things that you need to be considering when you're putting out episodes week to week and when you're first starting your show in general. So the first big one, of course, is your overall podcast title. This is the name of your show. So for me, it's Podcasting for Educators. And I talked about this back. If you haven't listened to my first few episodes, I did a whole launch series and I did go into this concept of coming up with a name for your show and really trying to avoid making it super clever or cutesy. This is not the time to be cutesy. It's the time to be straightforward and let people know exactly what they are getting when they click play to listen to your show. So if you are listening and you haven't come up with a name for your show yet, I want you to think of like the number one keyword or key phrase that you want to be known for. If your audience is teachers, that word teacher needs to be in the title of your show. If you teach math, the word math needs to be in the title of your show. So for me, obviously, that word is podcasting. I probably could have gotten even more specific, but 
I more specific in the sense that I'm not talking about podcasting just for anybody. My ideal listener and the ideal people that I work with are TPT sellers or some sort of other online educator, whether that's like a teacher coach or or whatever. Like there's people out there who still serve teachers, but they're not TPT sellers. And so I didn't want to add that word TPT seller to the title of my podcast because I didn't want to be boxed in that much. But I did include TPT in other areas for SEO, and I will get into that in just a second. So that is the first thing, is to make sure that you've got whatever keyword really applies to you and your audience that should be in the name of your show. Then most of the apps, most being the keyword here, most of the apps also match keyword searchability on episode-specific titles. And this is a really, really huge piece that I want to talk about today. So this tells us that you really should give thought to your episode titles. A lot of people, first of all, this is something that people get. I see people in kind of two categories. One is like they can come up with a title really, really quickly, done, check it off the list, good to go. The other category of people really struggles with coming up with titles. And I have to tell you that this is me. I have found that I take a really long time. I will change the title of my episodes like 10 times before I land on the one that I want. And and I'm not saying that you need to do that, but I am saying that you should give it some thought because it is one of the few things that is searchable within the apps. And so you really do want to kind of learn how to make titles that are compelling, that make people want to click and listen without it being clickbait. I am a huge, add that to the list of my pet peeves. Like I hate when I click on a podcast title and I listen to the whole episode and I did not gain from the episode what the title led me to believe I would. So I'm not talking about clickbait, but I am talking about when I say compelling, I'm talking about making it clear, kind of really the opposite of clickbait, making it really clear as to what your listener is going to gain from that episode. People like to look at things and think, okay, if I'm going to spend my time listening to this or if I'm going to spend time reading this blog post article, I want to know exactly why I'm going to do this. What am I going to get from it? And that is why titles like How To or Five Ways To Fill in the Blank or Three Tips for Fill in the Blank or the best of fill in the blank, these all really do work really, really well. And those kinds of titles might not seem interesting to you, but they perform really well because they make it clear what people are going to learn and they do really well for SEO because those are the types of things that lend themselves to questions and those are the kinds of things that people are searching for. So if you have a podcast for teachers and you have an episode about tips for interviews for teachers, you wouldn't want to put your title as, here's what you should and shouldn't do for your job interview. A better title might be, three quick tips for your next teacher interview. Even better would be to specify like the grade level, three quick tips for your high school teacher interview. So making it really clear who the episode's for and what they're going to gain from it. And I did talk about this a little bit in episode 15 of Podcasting for Educators. The episode was called, Which Podcast Metrics Should I Be Tracking? 
And in that episode, I talk a little bit about how it's good to look at your past episodes, see which episodes have done really well. Part of what gives us that information or part of what we can infer from those episodes doing really well is the title of them. Maybe check out those how-to or five tips for if you've had any of those titles in the past. Check those out in your analytics and see how, how they've done so far for you. And so Overall, your episode titles really are some of the most important text for your podcast. And I know we're talking specifically about the podcast apps within the podcast players, but these titles also, of course, carry over to those outside search engines like Google. So your title really does have a lot of weight for both within and outside of the podcast apps. Okay, so we've got your show title, your episode titles. The next really big thing to consider for searchability is the show level author tab. And this is in the main settings of your podcast host, at least for most hosts. I know that Lipson has this. And this is when you first set up your show, there was a field that said author. And that is asking who is the author of this show. And so that is where your name needs to be. And this is. 100% absolutely searchable on Apple Podcasts and some of the other major platforms. Now, this is a place where people tend to do something called keyword stuffing. So people will put in that author field, they'll put just like a bunch of keywords related to their niche that their ideal client might be searching for. Or sometimes they'll even put other people's names. And I'm not talking about like guests that they've had on. I'm talking about big names within their space that their ideal client might also be searching for. And that is a huge no-no. Like, don't do that. That is actually a way that you can get your show red flagged. It can be taken off of Apple Podcasts until you fix it. So again, this is where your name should go. Now, in my experience, I have found that it's also okay to put your title. So like right now in mine, in the author field, for my show, it says Sarah Whitaker, podcast manager for TPT sellers. That's me. That's my title. So you might want to consider putting something like that next to your name. And that has been proven to be helpful in terms of search results. And I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. And then some apps, including Apple, also recognize the episode level author tag. So when you go to upload your episodes in your host for each individual episode, you know, you go and you fill in your title and the episode number and the description. There is also a field for author for that episode. So I, when I upload my clients' shows and schedule them and when I do mine, I always put their name for every single episode. And if you have a guest on, you could put the guest name in that field as well. Now, the next one is a big one. This is something that a lot of people have confused, and that is the episode description. So when you put your show in your host and you fill out the episode description, this is not, if I was writing this, I would have the word not in capital letters. This is not searchable, at least within most of the apps, Apple Podcasts included. So 
Your episode description is a place where you can put a quick summary of the episode. So if people are scrolling and they're checking out, okay, do I want to listen to this episode? It serves a purpose for sure, but that purpose is not for searchability within the podcast app. So some people feel like they have to make their their episode descriptions super lengthy because they think that that's going to, the more words that they have, it's going to help with SEO. It does not at this time. It might change in the future, but right now it does not. Now, that is for the episode descriptions. Maybe, and I hate saying maybe, but it's just very wishy-washy, maybe your show description is searchable. So that is, again, in the main settings of your podcast host, your overall show description kind of, I like to call it the elevator pitch for your show, that might be searchable. And again, I know that's wishy-washy, so I always like to say, go ahead and make sure that you have your keywords included in your show description, because I feel like at some point it probably will be searchable. So go ahead and do it. It's not going to hurt anything. So again, the big things to consider for SEO within the podcast apps are your show name, your episode titles, and the author tabs. Those are like the three big things to consider for searchability. Now that we have that information, what makes an episode rank within these apps? So if there's several different podcasts that are using the same keywords as you, how do you get your podcast to show up as one of the first ones that people see when they type in a keyword or phrase? It's kind of like, you know, when you're optimizing your blog posts, the goal is because you really want your blog to show up on that first page of the Google search when somebody searches, you want yours to be one of the first ones. Same kind of thing for the podcast app. You want your show to be one of the first ones that shows up when people search for things that are related to your show. At this time, the episodes that show up on top or first is totally based on authority. And in the podcasting apps, this authority is based on the overall number of followers or subscribers, depending on which app you're using. In Apple Podcasts, it is now followers. So the number of people who have actually clicked that follow button, they're getting alerted when you upload a new episode. It's showing up in their library. Those are your followers. So the larger number that you have the more that your ranking is going to go up for those things that you want to be known for. So I did some experimenting with my podcast to kind of give you a little bit more details about this. So obviously my show is called Podcasting for Educators. It is a show that is meant for TPT authors and other online educators to learn how to start their show, grow their show, maintain their show, all that good stuff. So when I, so I did some searches based on keywords and based on some key phrases that were in some of my episode titles. And it's really interesting. It's actually kind of fun. I don't know if you love this stuff, but I find it kind of interesting and I spent way too much time doing this, but I searched TPT in my Apple podcasts. All of this that I'm going to talk about is within Apple podcasts. And so I searched for TPT and I was the I was within the first 15 shows that popped up. So then I typed in TPT seller, and I was in the first three shows that popped up. Now, 
back to when I told you about in my author field, I have Sarah Whitaker, podcast manager for TPT Sellers. And so that clearly had a big impact on my searchability for the phrase TPT seller. So then I looked at some of my titles and I did one of my most popular episodes has been the interview that I did with Dr. Lindsay Padilla from Hello Audio on the topic of using Hello Audio for a private podcast. And so I typed in the phrase Hello Audio because that keyword, Hello Audio, was in the title of that episode. And I did show up in the search for that. And then I did that with a few more keywords for my titles. And I found out that your titles absolutely do play a big part in what shows up when people search for key phrases within the apps. So the more specific that you are with your keywords in regards to your niche, the better. Like for example, one of my episodes had the keyword podcast metrics. Now when I searched for that, I do show up in the results, but I had to scroll down quite a bit before my show popped up because there were shows like Jenna Kutcher's podcast and Amy Porterfield's podcast who popped up before me. Obviously, they've had their podcast much longer. They have a much larger audience and number of followers, number of podcast followers than I do. Well, number of followers everywhere. But for this conversation, podcast followers. So that's where you can see how the number of followers definitely comes into play. If 50 of us have done an episode about podcast metrics, then it's going to come down to, okay, well, who has the higher number of followers? Those are the shows that we're going to put first in the search results and go down from there. So I tried it with another episode with the keyword streamlined podcast workflow. So obviously that's like a very specific keyword. And I was the second show that popped up. So the more specific, the higher the chances you are of showing up first. But then, of course, like you also have to consider what people are actually going to be typing in. So again, get in the mind of your ideal audience. What are the kinds of things that they are going to be searching for within these podcast apps? If I were just starting out as a podcast manager and I wanted to see if there was a podcast that could teach me about podcast management, the first thing I'm going to type in is podcast manager. If I'm a school counselor looking for advice for my job, maybe I'm a new school counselor, I'm going to type in school counselor. Hmm, are there any podcasts about school counselors? I did that in my app, and the number one show that popped up was School Counseling Simplified, which is hosted by Rachel Davis, one of my amazing clients. Shout out to Rachel. She has an amazing podcast, and hers was the very first show that popped up. And that one was a really interesting one because – I didn't scroll down too, too far, but for at least the first 20 shows that popped up, only two of them were actually related to school counseling. So if your show isn't showing up in search results at all within the podcast apps for like that number one key phrase that you want to be known for or the number one key phrase that describes your ideal listener, then you don't have to like go back and change your show name or anything like that, but consider these things when you're coming up with your episode titles, because again, those episode titles are searchable. So just try and see how you can be creative in fitting those top keywords into your episode titles moving forward. So then real quick, just a quick note on what doesn't matter in terms of searchability. I'm not saying that this doesn't matter at all, but just in terms of searchability. 
And what doesn't matter, and I, again, I've talked about this in an earlier episode, but I think it's really important to reemphasize this. And especially for those of you who haven't listened to the earlier episodes, ratings and reviews do not play a part in your searchability. So of course, we want people to rate and review our show. It's going to help with credibility. I mean, it's just like when you're on Amazon and if you're looking at a product that has absolutely no reviews, you might be a little bit more hesitant to buy that versus a similar product that has 5,000 reviews. So ratings and reviews are absolutely important. I just want to emphasize that they don't play a role in, in whether or not your show is SEO friendly within the podcast apps. So to review one more time, the things that you want to make sure are optimized for searchability are the title of your show, title of your episodes, and the author field at both the show level and the episode level. Oh, man, I have to tell you, I thought that this episode was going to be like 10 minutes, and here we are. (laughs) Man, oh, man, so sorry. But even though this was lengthier than anticipated, I hope that this content was helpful for you. And if it has been helpful, I would love for you to do two things that will really help to support this show. And that is number one, to hit that follow button, make sure that you get all of the latest episodes. And number two, screenshot this episode add it to your Instagram stories and tag me so that I know that you're listening and so that other podcasters can see it and can learn from this episode as well. As always, thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous week. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.